Welcome to the Medical Menemist Podcast, your source for memory techniques and accelerated learning in higher education. Now, here's your host, Chase DeMarco. Hello and welcome back. I wanted to let you know that recently I was notified that the One Minute Preceptor Podcast RSS feed is not working properly or was not working properly. So if you tried to go download an episode recently or subscribe to the show, or if you have in the past, that might not have transferred over. Everything should be fixed now, but please go check out the One Minute Preceptor Podcast on your podcast player of choice and subscribe to follow the new season. All right, now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Chase DeMarco. And today I want to cover a topic I haven't really covered in a little while. And even if you've heard all of the past episodes where we've covered review materials and elaboration or elaborative interrogation, as it's more formally known, it's always good to get a refresher from time to time and make sure you're using all of the tools in your tool chest to become a better student, to become a more knowledgeable practitioner, and to make sure that you're not losing out on certain very efficient tools that sometimes it's easy to fall into our same old habits and maybe even forget that we have these other tools that we can use that might really be beneficial, or especially if we plateau in our studies, if we get stuck on something. So I want to cover a little bit more about elaborative interrogation for one, but also cover something that a lot of students ask, and that's just What do we do with all of these resources out there, all of these review materials? How should we approach them? How should we decide which ones are going to be best for us? So a lot of my thoughts on this have changed over time, and they probably will continue to change. I mean, as more information comes to me, as I hear more from other students, and as new resources come out, you should revisit this question and plan accordingly. Your plans are constantly going to change, and your materials are constantly going to change, And here are a few tips that I want to discuss going forward. First thing is we need to review our materials consistently. And this, along with most of the things we're going to discuss today, are issues that I have definitely had. I was not the best at reviewing the right material or reviewing all of the material I needed to or doing so in the most efficient manner. So reviewing these materials, as we've discussed in the past, is going to be much more beneficial when it's active learning. We don't want passive learning to take a large portion of our time. We want active activities, active learning skills to really be the predominant way we approach our medical studies. Of course, this includes things like our flashcard decks, rehearsal practice, whether that be through flashcards or through another form, and even throwing in some medical mnemonics there when we get stuck on something especially. So be honest. If you are a little bit further in your medical studies at this point, whether it's been a few months or maybe even a year or two at this point, are you still reviewing the material from earlier on in your education? Or if you're brand new to medicine, if you're just about to go into the medical school environment, are you still reviewing information from undergrad that might still be applicable? So honestly, a lot of us fail to do this, or at least fail to do it as much as we should. Make sure to constantly review your old material because it will fall away. We're always fighting against the forgetting curve. This is something that is going to be a constant battle. And deciding what materials we need to remember and for how long is a personal decision. I understand the concept that it's just too much. We're not going to remember everything right now. I'm being inundated with so much new information on a day-to-day basis in class and from external studies. But reviewing that old material is likely going to provide such a greater benefit than trying to necessarily keep up with all the new information right now. 
And one of the reasons I think this to be so true is because we learn best the first time we come across new material. So you want to get it down right then and there as well as you can and review it immediately and review it for the next couple of days, the next couple of weeks, because revisiting the material later on after you may have already forgot it, yes, it's easier to relearn material that you've already learned previously, but the motivation might be decreased. It might be kind of asinine almost. You're like, well, I already know this. I don't need to spend too much time on it. But really, you do need to spend a little bit more time on it because you want to get it down very solidly now. Another thing to consider when you are going over the materials you have is what are you learning in class and how is your curriculum set up? Is it more discipline-based, the traditional pathway? Is it more integrated? Are you focusing on certain specialty material earlier on? Or is that something you're going to cover more in your third and fourth year when you enter the clinical sciences? Knowing how your curriculum is set up and what information you need to know at what stage in your education is very, very important. I was recently debating this topic with a physician, a pathologist, and she had some really great information on how she went about it and scored wonderfully on all of her exams and eventually went into the residency she was really aiming for. And she took an integrative approach very early on, despite the fact that her school, like mine, was discipline-based. Beginning to integrate the material sooner, which is also going to be relevant for your boards, will just make the material coalesce better. It's sort of like interleaving material. When you're studying multiple different topics, you can begin to see the interconnectedness of these topics. But if your school is not really following that type of curriculum, as many still don't, you're left to do this on your own. So anytime you come across a topic from a discipline-based standpoint, make sure to branch out. If it's an anatomy-based question, think of the different diseases, the different treatments, or different medications you might use for each of the disorders you come across. If it's microbiology, obviously we're going to want to think of the disease processes it'll cause, pneumonia, sepsis, meningitis, but also the pharmacology that goes along with it. We want to integrate as much of the different topics as we can, especially when we're doing our own personal elaborative interrogation on a topic, branching out, getting deeper, and interconnecting the material, because that'll ultimately lead to it being much more memorable especially as we typically learn things a little bit backwards. We kind of learn these basic science points that are, for the most part, not going to be as clinically relevant early on in our education as maybe our focus should be. And then later we learn the clinical sciences. And then when we get into residency, we kind of go back to some of the basic sciences within our respective specialty, that is, and have to delve down deeper into some of these topics and go back into the mechanisms and the receptors and the cytokines and all those things that are really, really difficult to remember early on in our education. So start doing this on your own. And of course, review the material constantly. This is definitely something I did not do, and it would have helped so much in remembering the material later on, had I made all the connections earlier on. And even if you're later in your education already and you're wondering, well, how can I go back and do this? I didn't learn all of this in my basic sciences or I wasn't taught this way in my school and now I've already passed step one or about to take it. What can I do to help with my elaborative interrogation, with my integrated knowledge? And one way I can think of off the top of my head is when you're doing your banks or other questions When you're studying certain material, it's already going to be integrated to some degree or another, but you can also take that material that's already pre-created for you and elaborate on that. So change up the question. What if 
this person came in a different environment. If they were entering a clinic versus the emergency room, would that change how you read this patient's signs and symptoms? Would you think it's more emergent, more acute than potentially in a clinic? What if you change up the gender or the race or the age? A lot of the time, question bank writers will take the same basic stem and switch out these factors because you can come to a much more likely higher probability of a certain disease with changing these demographic statistics. Can you describe the findings in words, from images, or by the lab results? These are how you're going to be questioned on board exams. And if you can translate it earlier on and learn that skill in and of itself, it'll help you immensely during your board prep. And then continue on. What is the pharmacology associated with each of these? Are there other autoimmune disorders that might be relevant here? What are the consequences of this treatment or this disease process? Can you recall the receptors and cellular biology of these? And just go as deep as you can on each of these subjects. Now, obviously, this is going to take a lot more time, so you want to set aside certain times for this elaborative interrogation. It's not great when you're studying right before an exam for class or right before your board exam. Obviously, there is going to be a set time that you need to ask more open-ended questions. You need to elaborate on material better. You need to expand your current level of knowledge as much as possible. But then there's also a time that you really need to sit down and focus and make sure you're getting the questions right, right now that you're focused on. So you have to decide when to do what aspect of studying. Now, listening to me talk about all these topics or other things that we cover in, for instance, read this before medical school is fine. But unless you actually put it to practice, it's probably not going to help you in one ear and out the other. And the best way to put something to practice, start right now. Make a goal, make a plan, and this can change and it should change frequently depending on what points you're finding are more difficult. Say I'm going to set aside 20 minutes a day or an hour every two or three days to really focus on delving deeper into subjects I'm having trouble with. Set aside time to explore and research certain disease processes and certain mechanisms of action more. Because when you're in the zone of just focusing on question banks and answering those, sometimes it can be difficult to get into the more open-minded, I need to ask more questions frame of mindset. You can definitely check past episodes on deliberate practice, on the 11311 method that I use on different mnemonics and study tactics that you can implement. But either way, if you don't add time to your schedule now, if you don't set aside time to use them, especially if they're new and you're not in the habit of using them yet, it's likely that you won't use them. Now, a few quick points when it comes to review material. There is so much out there, and it seems to be going more in the way of videos. A lot of students like videos, as I did. I'm not the fastest reader out there, and I have some comprehension troubles with certain materials when I'm reading it. But there are still some really good books out there as well. So depending on what you pick, ask yourself why you're picking it and if that's actually best for you. For instance, we can pick different textbooks. Classically, there's Becker, Master of the Boards, Step Up, Step Secrets, Boards and Wards, a bunch of different textbooks out there, review materials that we can utilize that are very high yield and all have their pros and cons. The same goes with question banks also Kaplan, UWorld, and Boss. So what are we looking to get from them? I often picked videos because I liked the visual aspect. It increases my ability to comprehend the material initially. But again, if you don't use active 
learning tactics with this passive learning style, lecture-based style on video, then you're not going to reap the best benefits from them. So if you're picking it because it's easier, because you like it more, you enjoy it more, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to learn better from it, even if you've been telling yourself that for a long time, as I did. Make sure to utilize our active learning strategies with these review materials. If you like bullet point better than the long, drawn-out paragraphs of certain review materials, know that about yourself. But ask why. Is it because you're getting through the material quicker, because there are less words per page, less to read? Are you receiving the same comprehension from it that you would from a more elaborate textbook? This type of metacognition and understanding why you're picking different materials is very vital to making sure you're making the right decisions and not just following these fallacies of knowledge. Those can ultimately hurt us a lot in the long run. Anders Ericsson in Deliberate Practice says that you don't necessarily want to pick things that are easy. You need to get out of your comfort zone in order to take your education, take your knowledge, take your skill to the next level. So ask yourself if it's time to take that step, to start a new goal, a new plan, utilize new tools. Try some of the things discussed here. At the very least, if you're in the pre-contemplation stage, ask why you're doing certain things, using certain materials, and is there a better way? And try to be honest with yourself. So today's episode is gonna be pretty quick. I just wanted to share some of those thoughts with you some of the problems that I've run across in the past or still do to this day, and try to make sure you don't make the same ones. Try to make sure that you're thinking properly about the next step and about your goals and making the right actions to get from the pre-contemplation stage to contemplation and beyond. We're planning some interesting material to come up in the following weeks, and we're going to interview a lot of tutoring services out there just to help explain what they do, why they do it, what students should maybe look at using a tutoring service. And then we'll also try to give you some tips if you don't have time or the resources to utilize these services. So I hope you stick with us. I'll see you in a week. And please start implementing these tactics right away. I'll see you next time. One great way to excel in your studies is to download our free PDF of study skills, memory techniques, and other fun tools that you can implement right away and begin accelerating your education. Go to freemeded.org slash medstudent to download our free essentials guide for Read This Before Medical School. You can also purchase the full book with all of our tips, tools, and advice. Read This Before Medical School at your bookstore of choice. And if you've already done that, please do leave a review at freemeded.org slash book review.